This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. This week on Minnesota Native News, we hear how the vaccine rollout is going at regional Indian Health Services clinics, and we honor the life of Laura Waterman Whitstock. The Bemidji Area Indian Health Service plans to distribute the COVID-19 vaccine to 150,000 people across Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. But vaccine supply will need to pick up dramatically to make that happen by the end of 2021. Reporter Melissa Townsend tells us more. The Bemidji Office of the Indian Health Service is actually the regional headquarters and serves tribes in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan. This fall, tribes were asked to count the number of people they needed to vaccinate. Daniel Fry, IHS director for the Bemidji area, says that includes elders, adults, children, tribal members, and those who work in tribal agencies and enterprises. We're roughly at about 150,000 throughout the, the three states that we are looking for that are going to need the vaccine. IHS began weekly vaccine deliveries to clinics on December 14th, but they're not able to get vaccine to every IHS clinic every week. At this point in the vaccine distribution uh, stage, uh, we don't make any requests. Uh, Basically, the way that it's it's working is that we get a weekly allotment. Um, We have, on average, 2,000 doses uh, that come in weekly. Uh, And with that, we break it up in in increments of 100 and it covers as many sites as we possibly can. Fry is hopeful that vaccine production will increase. At a minimum, he'd like to see every tribe receive vaccine every week to keep their vaccination operation going. And ideally, he'd like to supply enough vaccine for tribes to roll out their mass vaccination plans. The tribal sites and our federal sites have done a phenomenal job of putting together these plans to roll out mass vaccination clinics where they can run through, you know, four or 500 people in one day. And that's really what we're looking to do to have that larger impact. So far, most tribes in the Bemidji area have been able to vaccinate all their essential workers. Now they're working to vaccinate elders 65 and older. Fry says it will take a while to vaccinate this entire population. And that's probably where it'll be for for a bit um, with the current cadence of vaccine. Fry says each clinic has a different protocol for vaccine appointments. So if you're looking to get vaccinated, reach out to your tribal clinic to find out how to do that. In other COVID-19-related news, the number of positive cases tested at IHS tribal clinics has decreased over the past month. The spike in positive cases after Thanksgiving has fallen over December and January. IHS Bemidji Area Director Daniel Fry says that's at least partly due to closings ordered by the Walls administration. I have to imagine some of the governor's orders throughout the holidays had some effect on that as we've seen the closings of businesses with restaurants. And we're just not seeing that community spread. In the past week, roughly 6% of COVID tests at IHS tribal clinics have been positive. And finally, we honor the life of Laura Waterman Whitstock, Seneca who passed on January 16th. She was 83. Waterman Whitstock was an award-winning journalist, an author, and a matriarch to the native journalism community across the country. She was a founder of Minneapolis-based McGizzy Communications and longtime host of the First Person Radio Program that ran until 2018 on Minneapolis-based community radio station KFAI. Minnesota Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, White Earth Ojibwe, says Waterman Whitstock was a mentor to many, including herself. She spent so much time working with young women in particular to make sure that they 
had a path to uh, success and to reach their full potential. When I was just a baby organizer coming up in the community, she really, really saw me. Uh, she encouraged me to run and become a, a delegate to the Democratic National Convention when I was just 24 years old, and she helped fundraise to get me there. I know that my story of being seen and heard and valued and encouraged is just one of hundreds, if not thousands, of stories of young Native women and men who she just pushed to, to take risks and to reach our full potential. Flanagan says she honors Laura Waterman Whitstock in her work as the first Native woman serving in statewide office in Minnesota. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Melissa Townsend. Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota.